Hi, this is Dr. Charles Sperdali. Welcome to another edition of the Bicon Podcast. In this episode, we will be highlighting another important feature of the Bicon system, the locking taper connection. As you may know, the connections between implants and abutments are usually retained by a screw. On the other hand, the locking taper connection is screwless. There are several advantages to this type of connection, such as the possibility to freely rotate the abutment in 360 degrees, creating the possibility to use the screwless and cementless IAC restorations, parallel breaths abutments for overdentures, and most importantly, a cold weld connection which provides a proven bacterial seal preventing any bacterial leakage that would probably cause bone loss. As you can see here, tapping and removing the abutments are very simple procedures. When tapping, you need to tap six times and the force you would use is approximately the same as dropping a AA battery from 8 inches high. To remove an abutment, you only need to twist and pull the abutment out with an extraction forceps or tap the abutment out with a mallet. The next video will show us how the locking taper connection works and is widely used in different industries, even before being used with dental implants. The locking taper is an ageless way of attaching components together. It is a firmer connection than a screw connection. Locking tapers are widely used in industry for many applications, such as orthopedic hip implants, chucks on dental lays, automotive components and propellers on ships. Ken Keating from the Dublin Institute of Technology in Dublin, Ireland, concluded that the forces fit, material properties, and service conditions all work against screw-retained abutments. But these same factors work for the locking taper abutments. Engagement of 1.5 degree abutment locking taper with its implant's well is achieved by seeding the abutment into the implant's well until the vertical component of the clamping force, together with the friction force, equal the seeding force. During the seating process, areas on the male and female tapers slip relative to each other under great pressure, causing their oxide layers to break down, resulting in the cold welding, galling, seizing, or co-integration of their surfaces. This is Dr. Robert Chapman, and here you share his long-term clinical experience with Bicon's locking taper design. Screws also developed a lot of bacteria around them. Any of us who, any of you guys who have been around for a long time, who have taken some of the old prostheses apart that are screw retained, the um, the odor is is rather objectionable, and that's because there's a flux of bacteria in and out of the implant. So when we're looking at designs that provide not only good retention, we also look at the biologic side of it, and that is that there are always gaps between a screw thread and a tap, and that's where bacteria are going to get uh, 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 involved, and they're going to multiply, and they're going to stay around there for a long time. 
any system that has got a, um, uh, access to the oral cavity means that we're going to have bacteria. And these bacteria have to be thought about uh, in terms of what they might do, particularly to the immediate load situation. When you remove a bike on a button that has been in the mouth for several weeks, months, or even years, you can see petechial bleeding, proving the intimate contact between abutment and soft tissue. Dr. Serge Dibar's published research proves the bacterial seal of Bicon's connection. The smallest microorganism that we know of, one of the smallest, AA, or Actinobacillus actinobacillus comitans, has a diameter of 0.5. So if this space is less than 0.5, there's no way in the world these bacteria are going to get into that space. How tight, how tight the junction is between the two metal. It's the metal, metal cold welding, you know, etc. that provides this hermetic uh, seal, really. really. It's, it's impossible for any bacteria or anything that's in the mouth to go from here, the outside, to inside, here, down, to, to, the, to, the, to the apex. It's, it's really impossible, unless we believe in miracles, but, you know, In dental school, every dentist learns the problems that bacteria cause on the oral environment, and they are always related to bone loss. With dental implants, they apparently have the same effect, causing bone loss around those implants. In addition, there are several research publications about bacterial leakage related to dental implants and bone loss. The majority of dental implant systems present bone loss over the years, but with the Bicon system, this does not occur. If you have a bacterially sealed connection like Bicon, these problems just do not exist. Actually, sometimes you can even have, believe it or not, bone grow over time. We are seeing now a series of radiographs showing restored Bicon implants. These implants have been restored for at least five years or more. I would like to call your attention to the bone level of these implants, since the Bicon technique always recommends to place the implant below the crest or at the crest of the bone. You can easily see that the bone levels are usually above the implant, even after years of loading. The lock and tape reconnection also allows a solid and tight junction between the implant and a button. So, when looking at a radiograph like this, you may notice that all these implants are single units, as much as the patient can afford. There is no need to splint the implants to make them stronger, as you often must do with the other systems. All Bicon implants, except the 3.5 by 8 millimeters, can be used as a single tooth replacement. You only need to splint the implants for a patient's economic or anatomic reasons, nothing else. The benefits of the locking taper connection can also be seen in full-mouth restorations like this, where short implants can be securely used to support the chewing forces. This patient wore a denture for 20 years, 
until you had this full mount reconstruction. Despite the fact the implants are short and the patient weighs approximately 300 pounds, you can cl clearly see there is no bone loss around the implants. This radiograph was taken two years after the crowns were inserted. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Bicon Podcast. See you again soon!